Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous, me at Cartoon Therapy. If you haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe. If you can write a review, write a review. If you want to be on the show, this is, um, I say it's a call and advice show, but I'm rarely giving people my advice, but I sometimes do, or, and more so now lately, actually. But I love giving people my advice. So if you have a problem, it could be a regular problem like dating, problem. I don't mind. I think some people worry that their problem isn't like risque enough, but like that happened to me and by accident, the fact that I talk about a lot of SCX on my show, I really do just like helping people and talking and peeling back the layers of any kind of problem. So if you have a problem and you want unprofessional advice, send me an email at strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or if you have a secret life or naughty life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, send me an email at strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. Uh, Oh, if you want to call in and talk to me for any of those reasons that I just stated before, (laughs) but you don't want me to air your episode. I provide a consultation fee for that, but, and I do that. I'll send you the audio recording so you can listen to it back because there's something about hearing your story, especially if you have a problem uh, it was hearing your story in the third person that really actually helps. I think therapists should tape their sessions with their clients and let them listen to it when they go home. Um, but so, you know, you call me up, you talk to me, we go through everything just like on my podcast. I tape it, I send you the thing, but I never air it. Uh, I do that for people now too. That's $200 a pop. If you want to call in, uh, but not have it aired, send me an email at strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com and tell me, tell me you want to set up a consultation. Uh, today I've on a guy named Chuck. Chuck wrote in and was like, his subject line was like, squirting saved my marriage. And I was like a little excited because he said in his email, like, oh, I'm going to teach everyone how to squirt. Or he said something like that. <laughs> because I, that's always been like one of my biggest, I wouldn't say fantasy. It's like my goal. It's like a goal. It's like on my bucket list. Like before I die, I have to figure out how to squirt. And I can't. It's fucking impossible. He even asks in the beginning, which was funny, is like, is is it a myth that people could squirt? But I'm like, not to you. It's not because he eventually got his wife to squirt after being married for a lot of years, them having a pretty vanilla sex life where she could not even orgasm. I mean, since the day he met her, she could never really orgasm except with a vibrator, like in a certain position. And then fast forward so many years later, 
through a lot of weird, interesting things that I'm not going to tell you about. You're going to have to listen. Um, they got to a point where he was able to get her to squirt. And now that she has, holy shit, they're into all kinds of things. Um, the squirting thing happened to them very recently. Um, so we talk more about what was going on before, but it's super interesting because I think where they were before she squirted and now they're really open about everything where they were before is much more common to where a lot of people, married people are, you know, kind of monotonous, same old, same old SEX kind of thing. And now all of a sudden they're like having like the best sex ever full of all new interesting things that they never did together. So am I going to use the word interesting again? I don't know. I noticed that I use that word too much. <laughs> but anyway, it is interesting, I think. And you're going to learn a lot, all you married people out there. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Chuck. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly? and be on the show well strictly anonymous wants to hear from you send us an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name and remember everything is strictly anonymous, strictly anonymous. um right. hey chuck welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast hello thank you for having me no, thank you for coming on because I know ahead of time what everyone's calling in for. And you're calling in. You have a really interesting story, right? Um, but the end of the story is like your wife eventually, you were married for a long time. She eventually learned how to squirt, right? <laughs> and you're you're going to tell the whole backstory because it's really interesting how you got to that point, right, where she could squirt. Because she was a woman who couldn't have an orgasm for a really long time, right? And then yes. she learned how to squirt. And you want to tell people like, how they could squirt, right? Like you're going to give like kind of like a tutorial, right? <laughs> because maybe, maybe I thought you said that that's what you wanted to do. I think that's really interesting. I, I think there's more uh, to it than the physical aspect. Oh, interesting. It. So we have to get into that because I would tell you, and I've said this before on my podcast and all my friends know it, that I could talk to like this, you know, with like, with all my friends that I could talk to, I don't even know. That's not proper grammar. But like my biggest thing is I can't squirt. I'm always jealous when I meet somebody that can. And I'm always like, what's the what's the trick to sort of going from not being able to to being able to squirt? Right. So I think, you know, I'm looking for some answers here and I'm sure other people will. So if yeah. it's like, you know, changing mental blocks or whatever, you're going to get into that. Right. Because I know that you and your wife went through some like bad stuff to get to that point right and that's what mm -hmm. i think is really interesting so why don't you start at the beginning of your story i can uh but i'm interested in knowing do yeah. you think it's a myth what the squirting thing what like, do you mean a myth for, i went for years yeah thinking that this was just piss oh right <laughs> okay why she was peeing all the time <laughs> well, that no, not that? her but just like the squirting aspect in general, people talking about this myth of squirting and being able to squirt, and I squirted and I did this, and you watch the videos, and it seems like it's bullshit. And no, I but what does your wife girls, say? It's 100% not bullshit. Right. This is only like a recent realization. I've so never I, thought it was bullshit. I've never, never ever? no. Listen, I think maybe when you're watching the the 
porn and they're just, you know what I mean? Maybe they're doing stuff to make it seem that way. But no, there are people who could squirt and people that can't squirt. And when they're squirting, those are not girls that just had to pee during sex or in their mm-hmm. orgasm when they let it out. I mean, maybe there's pee so, in it because it's a it's physical an thing. thing. I don't know. I I think that like there might be some pee in it, but I don't think what's happening physically is a woman is peeing and it's making because to me and I'm sure your wife could talk more to it and I'm going to have her on hopefully mm-hmm. separate from you. Right. But I think like for a woman that squirts, it's like it's a whole different orgasm. Right. It's it's totally. Yeah. So it's not just like she's peeing. It, it's not a myth. No, I know that it's that it's not. But I, I just I'm saying like before a couple of weeks ago, up mm-hmm. until a couple of weeks ago, I've had many conversations with people about squirting. I've never met anybody who's told me I squirt and this is a real thing. Now, that may be because I'm not part of that lifestyle actively all the time. I don't I don't know, but I've talked I've had many open conversations with friends and my wife and whatever mm-hmm. and heard different theories on it and I've never I always thought that it was kind of fake well wait did your wife just start squirting i thought she started yes oh just like weeks ago yes oh interesting okay i thought it was like like, we went but we've been married for a year well we've been married for eight years we've Mm -hmm. been together for 14 right um and yes she's always that's been the number one thing has been her trying to have an orgasm it's been almost impossible yeah that's crazy Um, Mm mm-hmm for years and it was always the vibrator with reverse cowgirl would be how she could have it and even then it took probably like when we first okay i'll start at the beginning we started dating started having sex it was great but mm-hmm. i realized this was the first girl that i had been with that had never that had openly told me I have never had an orgasm during sex. How old were you guys when you met and started dating? How old were uh, both of you? I, I mean, I'm 40, so I was probably, uh, I don't know, 25, 26, mm-hmm. something like that. And how about her? She's around your she age? She was 22. Okay, so even younger. So she, at 22, still hadn't had an orgasm, right? Even when she was by herself or just not with a guy? No, when she was by herself, she could. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I worked every angle like pretty early on trying to do that because um i didn't want her to not have one yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> or have fun during sex so um i tried everything you know we that's like i, I actually bought a vibrator mm-hmm. uh, probably shortly after we started dating um there were certain times where i was like okay you can so you can have an orgasm by yourself but you can't have one with me or with anybody like why don't you go back and do your own thing for 30 minutes before i come into the room like i kind of tried like everything let me ask you this real quick because like women mm-hmm. can have two different kinds of orgasms right like from clitorals like mm-hmm. right stimulation and also like an inside orgasm right mm-hmm. now was she yeah. able to have orgasms when you d- went down on her or she was just not able to have orgasms no matter what you did i would say oh so no matter what no matter what i did she could not have even one. if you went down but on her she hated it when I went down on her. Really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't know if it was like a confidence thing or if she was feeling, um, I, you know, like she didn't feel confident with it or she felt like 
too exposed or, or whatever Something, the right. She was, was definitely in her head about it, right? Because, like, who who wouldn't like it? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, unless you were really, unless you were using your teeth unless or something. Really, I don't know. Really it, bad, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I hate to say it, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, I can see that. You know, I don't understand not, what was going on. I'm not using my teeth, you know. Yeah, but right. I, I, I feel like um, I tried every aspect mm-hmm. of that and i was always amazed that that she couldn't no she couldn't have any orgasm but then she did years later have an orgasm with a vibrator in reverse cowgirl like sitting on top of me mm-hmm. you're fucking her you she's riding you and she's, she's using the vibrator me. on her clit yes mm-hmm. okay and i was always under the impression maybe like she could imagine something else or you know <laughs> thinking about whatever you know and she would have one but even then it wasn't like you know jaw dropping mm-hmm. so i always kind of felt bad for her in, in that respect and i always was trying to make it better right but, now were you guys uh, talking a lot about it with each other like trying to solve the problem or yeah, was it we did well kind of but mm-hmm. i think she had given up on on that fact mm-hmm. like you know, this is years go by, and I think that maybe she gave up on the fact that um, she was ever really going to be that sexual mm-hmm. or be able to have, you know, mul- multiple orgasms. Or She couldn't even have but, one. Forget about multiples. Yeah. yeah I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, right? Yeah. You talk about this stuff, and it seems like, you know, it's a fable or something. But, mm-hmm. um I don't know really where to go from this. So it's kind of like a long, it's a really long road. So there was. No, but I want to hear the wrong word because I know like you went through some bullets in your email and it's really interesting because you guys, you know, reached a point where things were really bad. Right. And you both had to like go on some medication. Right. And you were taking it. And what sort of changed things like through that sort of down part of your life you guys came out on the other side and then things got better so i think that that's an interesting story to go through so if you could go through that i think that's like definitely yeah i also that's one of the main reasons why i wanted to call because i felt like um it well number one it was so profound but you know you could maybe shed some light on you know what it potentially was yeah but so so we um so yeah so she she started taking, so it was worse because like it started kind of getting monotonous because at this point, you know, we're, you know, a few years into it, you know, four, five years or whatever it was. And it was already kind of vanilla and a little bit monotonous, like you would, you know, think of a married life. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, then she uh, had a, so, so we we're trying to have a kid. She had a miscarriage. And um, she got put on, and she started, like, I, I, she had more of a um, reaction to that than I thought that she would. Yeah, that's but a heavy she, thing for a woman to go through. Presence, which knocked her libido even more into the dirt. Yeah, mm-hmm, I've Not heard of that. Not it was necessarily in the dirt, but it did. Um, so that went on for quite a while, and so that made orgasms basically non-existent once um, which increased my frustration. Um, well, listen, I'm sorry, but you're going on almost six, seven years. And are you a monogamous guy? I mean, you're with one woman that you can't fully get off. Like, 
the whole like you've never been able to give her an orgasm up to this point right mm-hmm. that where we're talking i mean now i know you can but i'm saying like at this point you're with one woman since day one she's never been mm-hmm. able to have an orgasm with you so i would assume at some point it's going to get frustrating yeah, if not monotonous it's kind of strange because i am monogamous and um you know i get a lot of attention from girls which makes it even worse mm-hmm, right but, but it's something that you know my dad used to cheat on my mom all the time mm-hmm. and i don't know if that has anything to do with it you know from in my subconscious or what but it's not that it, I don't feel the normal um, attraction to women that that other men do or feel like there's plenty of opportunities to do those kind of things. But I've never acted on it. And a lot of the times I've always, I've told her about it. Like if a girl hits on me or Mm -hmm. if there's something that happens, um, I'll tell her about it. And it kind of like makes it to where if I did want to act on it at, at any given time, like it could never happen. Because, because she knows and you Yeah, yeah. No, that's smart. That's smart that you would do that. That's like a mind fuck. You know, that's yeah, like that's, mind fucking myself. Yeah, no, but that's what you have to do sometimes to really make sure you stay doing what you feel is the right thing to do. Because mm. you're always gonna have pulls in the wrong direction, you know? It's true. Yeah. Um And I so think that that's else? great. I have to say that I think that when you were sort of dealt certain cards in life right like and you see your parents do certain things you're you know you have two choices you know and certain kids look at that behavior and say I'm never going to be like that you know what I mean and they never do and then certain kids become that and you know you have to feel for that person that does cheat massively because their father cheated you know because like where did they learn that right but it's like it's Mm -hmm. really great that you saw that and didn't continue that pattern right well he's also told me Oh, really? That's one of the the few good things he's ever done. But yeah, he said uh, multiple times, like, don't ever think you can get away with that because they'll... (laughs) They'll tell your they'll tell your wife for sure, right. and that's, I'm not saying that's the only reason why I haven't done it. But right, right, right. Yeah, I do. I just I remember him saying that. Kind yeah, of that's interesting though. Uh, so you never cheated. She, you you never. It wasn't you know like you said. It's not like you can, mm-hmm. but you just wouldn't. It's not the kind of person that you are. So now here you are. She's on antidepressants. She had that miscarriage. You're getting slightly frustrated, and then then what happens? That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, years go by. <laughs> right. <laughs> Literally, years just tick by like crazy. Um, she. So we have a five-year-old. Uh-huh. So uh, she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And um, there's that, the pregnancy aspect of it. So there's basically knocks sex out the door. At this point, you know, an infant. And then a year later, she started uh, to go to get her master's degree, which took two and a half years. Mm-hmm. So that was two and a half years of... You know, basically, um, you know, I worked nights and she was getting, she was going to school and she was also working and, and then we had a one year old and we were swapping off care and and that was like two and a half years of misery. Mm -hmm. Um, she, I, you know, the whole time I was kind of trying to get her off the antidepressants, but with the increased stresses of school and the kid and whatnot, like, um, it just really wasn't something that, that she could do. Right. Um, and she probably There's would have thrown of... that kid out of the window if she didn't have those antidepressants. Yeah, <laughs> probably. You know what I mean? It's... Probably. Yeah. 
there's other things about it because like our sex wasn't like completely vanilla i mean it was it was fairly good but there was this other thing so we used to take ambient yes you mentioned this in your email yeah i was waiting for you to get to that because that have you heard about I took it only once and I have to tell you I had like that memory like I went home to my apartment after sleeping over my guy's house at the time and like I didn't remember which part of my building I walked in through my doorman the back like I don't know it fucked me up it was weird shit but I don't remember I know you said it was like truth serum for you guys right and a lot of people say that good news strictly anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show so if you lead an interesting naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous if you're out and proud that's cool too send me an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com that's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website strictly anonymous podcast dot com and click on be on the show if you have a short confession that you want to get off your back call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579 that's 347-420-3579 you could call that number 24 7 i change all the voices on the confessions too so you remain anonymous the number the website and the email address will all be in the description Yeah, it really was. And I, I'm not saying, like, you know, I'm not trying to condone, you know, giving somebody hypnotic and sleeping with them, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Cosby or whatever. But I, <laughs> I think that um, it did, that that actually was a contributing aspect of it as well. Because we would, like, we when we had sex on Ambien, it was ridiculous. Well, no, but that, um, but now you're changing. See, this is where things start to kind of change, right? Because... Mm-hmm. All this time, you're talking about a, the, your story is that you guys have this really bad, like vanilla sex, right? That it, it, she can't really orgasm unless she's mm-hmm. not really even looking at you, right? Now she's on antidepressants, <laughs> and you know, and you're caught up in life. You know, regular life is taking over, and now this ambient kicks in, and now we've been it's doing getting, that the whole time, right? But now this is the ambient starts something new, though, right? Between you guys, kind of in a weird way. Yeah, but we've been taking Ambien the whole time. And every, oh, like you all, were. all this, yeah, all this kind of stuff that that I'm talking about. You know, there was always these good nights where we were taking Ambien and fuck like crazy. Oh, well, and, I didn't know that. Um, you didn't. I. Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it changed a lot of. I mean, that was always just more fun. So I guess that made me realize like there is a side of her that does really have a freaky side if that makes any sense like yeah. I, I but other than that we did communicate but we didn't like fully communicate right if that makes sense we mm-hmm. were like fully open but when we take ambient we would talk about everything right sexual you know, like while you were yeah, pulling yeah. around her, uh-huh. oh yeah her fantasies my fantasies you know all kinds of stuff it was insanity now you know sometimes you know you don't always remember it, and that's unfortunate side effect. You don't, right? But that's the weird thing. No, you do have weird memory loss. I have a weird ability to take it and remember mm-hmm. But she would forget. So, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. It, it it just depends on, like, you know, if you have two glasses of wine or one. Right, uh-huh, but, with it. Um, <laughs> um, so but she's still that. not orgasming, right? No. Uh, well, you know, like I said, like with the, uh, you know, she would get on top and, 
Do the vibrator. That was her go-to. That yeah. was her go-to. Like, get on top, put the vibrator on, have an orgasm. Sometimes it was weak. Sometimes it was good. Sometimes it was too hard. And, you know, she would tell me that that was it. And, you know, that always kind of sucked. So it always made me feel like um, I was essentially like just, I, I don't know, I felt like an animal. Like, I, you know, like she, I felt like I was, I would, I would, I just wanted to fuck and she wanted to get it over with. So mm-hmm. like what part of me is like, I'm a little bit, I'm a pleaser mm-hmm. to a certain extent. So I want her to get off on it as well. Right. And when she's not into it, like I just can't get into it. Of course. So just, There's nothing worse than that. Horrible. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, only I a rapist, know. like, I mean, I don't know. Or I've seen some guys, like, take home girls that are, like, so drunk. They're, like, dead people. It's like, what's wrong with you? Like, I mean, don't you want to be with someone that, like, you're getting something back from? You know what I mean? I think most normal people, right, do yeah, want to sure. see that they're pleasing somebody else, you know? Yeah. For sure. Um, you know what the crazy flip side of this is? I don't think any of the antidepressants, other than the fact that it, like, suppresses her orgasms yeah even though she even though she's still on it i don't know if that had anything to do with it because i eventually started taking them you then Um, went on the antidepressants i did Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it's not really because i'm necessarily depressed but um you know i have a very high stress job and um you know i'm ex-military serving iraq that kind of stuff i think there's a lot of like underlying stuff coming up uh, like coming up with me like some p you know some like PSTD? Stress, anxiety i would say ptsd whatever. ptsd like, I, I, I said the wrong thing. yeah i don't have any stds yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> it was like kind of something you know that i had flirted with before but i've always been i have a weird way of being able to suppress it mm-hmm. i would be able to suppress everything you know so I yeah, no, I know, but I'm one of those types of people. I could really power through things and whatever, but you know, they're oh, it's like we we tend to think that if you could power through it, that they're not that stuff isn't there, but it's percolating, right? And it's working. It's it's still there doing something, right? And it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that is it manifests itself with um, the way that I open up emotionally as well. Yeah. So I think that's a huge aspect of it. Like I just, you know, it's weird because like she's very gorgeous and I would never tell her that she's pretty, you know, Really? I would, no, I just didn't like to say that stuff. Like I didn't like, maybe she would have orgasmed if you did. (laughs) Could have been. That's what I'm I'm thinking. Yeah. Maybe she didn't feel, maybe she didn't feel hot in front of, like you never made her feel like really hot. That's true. You know? Yeah, like I always just felt like I don't know, but yeah, I never, I would never say that. I didn't even like saying like I love you so much, right? Or you're so beautiful. Like I just like like I'm saying it to you now, which I can't, mm-hmm. which is bizarre, right? And you know but, that about her, and you feel that about her, but you couldn't tell her. No, I didn't like saying that. Right. Mm-hmm. That's I don't interesting. know why. Mm-hmm. She's gonna listen but, to this, uh, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. Um, and I'm not just saying it because. No, She's no, no. listen to it. <laughs> no, but it's a good, no, but this is a good way for her. This is a good way for you to tell her. At least I this is a her. step in that. You have told her now? 
Well, I'll tell you, like, like w- within the last like few months, there's been like a bunch of changes. Right. And I think that's a, a part of it. But sure. Yeah, I got on, um, I started taking antidepressants and, and um, nothing crazy because a lot of people hate this kind of stuff. And it's not really for for being depressed, but it was for you know, just generalized anxiety, I guess you'd say. Yeah. But I felt like a hundred thousand pounds was lifted off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like within two weeks. Right. I just absolutely felt like, and I have zero problem saying these kind of things right now. Yeah. And sharing my emotion, which is you know part of the reason why I'm calling you. Right. Never would have done this. So even so, you feel like it opened you up emotionally as well. Besides, Big like time. numbing you out to whatever was going on, it really opened you up. And like- opened me up, made me communicate better. But mm-hmm. you know. So what does, uh, you know, the antidepressants kind of like the same thing with the libido. It knocks your dick in the dirt. Same yeah. reason it would, you know, put her libido down. So what does a middle-aged man go when his dick gets put in the dirt? He goes and gets testosterone replacement therapy. Oh, right. I remember this. Uh-huh. This was in the email <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. Which the combination of those two drugs turned me into... A freak of nature. Like I just. <laughs> oh my God. Absolutely became. Disgustingly horny. Right. With no inhibitions whatsoever. And didn't care really. You know, I was, at this point I just became determined to. Kind of. Switch our sex life around. Right. And you weren't and holding noticed, back anymore. Not communicating no. everything you felt. Uh huh. No, I started pouring things out. And yeah. I think that and that's I what you guys that needed. She, that's what you guys really needed, right? Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And she, I could tell that she was feeding off of it. Well, yeah. Was this when you first started? Finally, started complimenting her. Yeah, I mean, I guess around that. Yeah, pretty much. I yeah. mean, I just didn't really have any kind of problems. I mean, there were there were some issues. Like, there's things like you know, certain things that you want to do. You know, when you have sex, like animalistic type things that you you know you're kind of hesitant to do because you're worried about you know what this your significant other is going to think about you yeah for sure um like that stuff is out the window right you just let it all out pretty much Uh and it it kind of coincided with us taking a little vacation uh so we had gone down to this place where we took a vacation and we were there for a weekend with some friends and stuff staying in a hotel <clears throat> and um i mean i just it just i don't know you know i think a lot of this is, sounds crazy but a lot of it like when I, I bent her over and just licked her asshole forever mm-hmm. she let me do it and she loved it and i loved it and this is something you had and, never done before no. Okay. And it was like something about just letting loose and relaxing and being vulnerable or whatever. But she started talking about how much she liked it. I started talking about how much we, I liked it. And it just went crazy from there. Mm-hmm. Um, started talking about how much you want to buck. Started changing the words like I, I made sure that we changed things like this uh, we're gonna do it or we're gonna you know <laughs> all these little stupid things that you say when you're married it's like you know i'm like don't say that anymore right it's not that it's you know 
we're going to fuck. Right. And she was down with it, too. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Talking dirty Mm -hmm. is a huge part of it. Um, And it's so interesting that, you know, you guys were together for so long, right? On on some level, you have to be, like, super comfortable with each other, right? You've been married and dating. Yeah, we always were. Yeah, you were, but but yet you still had this little thing where you couldn't really, like, let your freak flag fly with each other. It was just in the bedroom, right, where you had a little bit of some blocks with each other. Pretty much. That's right? it. Yeah. Like, because we could talk about things. That would say, I would say like that was the only thing that we ever got into a fight about was sex. Mm-hmm. Um, was about how I always want to have sex. She never wanted to. <laughs> right. That was typical. Our, right. Yeah. It's typical bullshit. Uh-huh. But, um, the, the profound moment was like shortly after this, um, is when she starts squirting. How did that happen? And, you know, it was, I don't know what happened on her part. I mean, I've talked to her a little bit about it. And, you know, she said that she was watching some kind of like, um, like she was on some blog, you know, that was talking about that kind of stuff. Um, so I think, you know, she did a little bit of research on her aspect, but, um, I did notice that, you know, we were doing that reverse cowgirl and, you know, she plop it. This is another thing. There's certain things that you, like mutual masturbation. Yeah. Those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Like they're a little bit vulnerable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like in a normal relationship, like it's kind of like something that's just, oh, she's just sitting here watching me jerk off. Like what does she think of it? It's kind of a weird thing. Yeah. But once you start doing it, it changes everything. Yeah. If you could get comfortable um, and lose yourself while, you know, right in front of that other person, it, it is real. But it is really weird if you think about it and you've never done it, but if you get past the weirdness and do it and let yourself go, there's nothing hotter, right? And then once, I think no. that the, that kind of stuff is like, once you do it once and you're comfortable, it just gets easier after that. It's more like, you know, doing it the first time if you've never done it, it could be a little weird, right? But then once you do it, you realize it's hot, you feel way more comfortable doing it the next time and the next time. And then it's, yeah. you're good to go. Yeah, I noticed that, um, you know, she would, you know, she plopped off me one time when she was doing reverse cowgirl and kind of bent over in my face like doggy style. And I was fingering her from behind, mm-hmm. you know, when I was doing that. And she, um, you know, the next day, I felt like it was a little bit different, you know? Yeah. Like she was way more into it. And um, I noticed, you know, she said something about it the next day being pretty hot. Um, so I tried it. We, we did it again and um more vigorous fingering Mm -hmm. or whatever and she started to get more into that um and she mentioned like squirting i don't know if it was like i felt like i was gonna squirt but i didn't want to pee on you or something like that yeah they say that that's how it feels yeah (laughs) so i i googled it um i started looking at you know like a, I, I, you know, I never looked at how to squirt a girl. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. Yeah. And I watched a porn video of it, and you know, whatever. I, I, I felt like I've done things like that before, mm-hmm. but maybe not with that kind of purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what I did this time. It was one random day before I went to work. She was laid on her back, legs open. I had my two middle fingers on my right hand. Yeah. 
you know, in there and then kind of vigorously moving my arm uh-huh. um, as well as kind of moving my fingers a little bit. But I went a little bit crazy with my, with my arm mm-hmm. and I could feel, uh, you know, right behind her clit on the backside of her. You know, inside. Like yeah. Was, yeah. Inside it was kind of swelling up. Yeah. That's what they say. This is the, this yeah. is the quote unquote myth that you think is a myth. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's like you you experience this is what they say in the myth you're here to tell us it's true it's like you saw fucking yeah. bigfoot it's real right and she was like super into it and you know going crazy and i could i was like well, let's go something's completely different yeah you know and then um and i kept going and then it was just like oops freaking turned into a damn lake really you know, just fucking everywhere and she was like almost crying uh-huh. and laughing at the same time like she was so was so profound I don't yeah. know anyways that was it she she went to work and called me like five minutes later talking about it like you could tell like when she was talking to me on the phone oh this was like morning sex no it was like we work nights oh okay and then the, oh right 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 I forgot you work nights yeah <laughs> Go on. Um, yeah, it was like. So she, she calls was, you from work. Was she like, "What the fuck just happened?" That was great. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was insane. <laughs> she was laughing about it and um, talking about it, and I she couldn't get wait to wait to come home and do it again. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, that, I mean, that's all she wrote. We just went on fuck fest after that, right? And it's been crazy, just squirting every single time and she has multiple orgasms and it's even weirder it's like if, if, you, if you do the if she does the squirt yeah if she squirts then then you know she can have a both orgasms you know she can have that kind of orgasm she have a clitoral orgasm as well oh really she, she just right she could do both now easier easier yeah like if you you know, warm her up. That's another thing. She never liked me eating her pussy. Yeah. You said <sighs> mentioned that in the beginning. I mean, she loves it. Of course she loves it. And nothing changed. Right. So now <laughs> we know it wasn't you, by the way. It wasn't you. It was I don't her. know. Maybe it was. No, it was her. She said, what was I doing different? I'm like, I don't fucking know. It's not rocket science. No, I think she had a mental block in her head. Because sex for women is different than sex for men, you know, and she must have had something going on with her in her head. And if you could get hooked into like a negative thing that way and have a block, like it's very hard to break those kind of things sometimes, you know, because she was so invested in it. She had like committed to not having orgasms, you know, to like sort of break that. You know, it's she had to maybe she had to squirt. Right. And then now it's like the floodgates are open. She could do everything. And she loves of course, she loves you going down on her now and everything, because I think maybe you having being really able to like let your freak flag fly and be like that dirty 
guy in bed, you know, allowed her to be more dirty. And she needed that in her life. You know what I mean? Like maybe it was like she wasn't open up to that part of herself. And she was too, because listen, when a woman is too in her head about sex, like she's never going to be able to come with a guy. And that's Mm. a lot of women's problem because she obviously was fine. She was having orgasms by herself, you know, and if she's squirting and having great orgasms on antidepressants, like she's really fine. (laughs) <laughs> now she's kind of coming off of them uh-huh she's gonna be um, squirting even more probably because i know i, I have know. a friend that told me that like it would like numb it out it was, she felt like she had like like fake orgasms you know and she would have mm-hmm. to take other things on top of it you know because that's what they do um so you know it's like it's and she's getting off of them now that's great she probably doesn't need I, them anymore i think there's like there's got to be some kind of sub uh, conscious aspect to it too because i always thought i was that guy in bed what guy that's the funny thing what guy the, oh the dirty the guy dirty the dirty hawk but you never even licked her I asshole was... you never even no, tried like... to lick her asshole you never talked dirty to her <sighs> yeah not to that not that kind of dirty you never said let's <laughs> fuck <laughs> that's true no, yeah I did. No. yeah I, I mean I, I definitely i fingered her asshole Right. Mm-hmm. She liked that. Mm-hmm. I never licked it. Right. Uh-huh. Um, you said else? in your email that you've done, like, you've done some double penetration with her now. Like, she likes things up her ass and, like, right? You've tried to Yeah, stuff? to a certain extent. I think yeah. we kind of hit her wall with that. Like, we were breaking down boundaries like crazy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think we kind of... And this is all in the it. past, like, couple weeks? Like, how long Probably has this been going two, down? Like, a month? Yeah. A now, month, yeah. We, I went, that's another thing. Like, I never got a dildo. I, she always had a vibrator, but I never got a dick dildo. Right. Because I have like too big of an ego. Mm-hmm. And um, does she I have a like, dick vibrator? Does she have a dick dildo now? She does. I bought it. Oh, okay. And you're okay with <laughs> well, that? I am. And what what size would you think I would get? I don't know. Exactly. Huge. Like I went. No. No, right? But like, <laughs> Bigger than you? In, no. I, I thought it was. Yeah. So I went into the store and, and bought one. Um, and I'm like looking at all these dicks. I'm like, well, that one's looking pretty fucking big, you know? Yeah. I bought it. And I'm thinking, okay, whatever. It's a little suction cup one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought it was huge. And then I put it up next to me. Yeah. And I'm bigger. <laughs> That's like fucking mind fuck. <laughs> that must like have been a good it. mind fuck though, right? But it's like an optical illusion. Like I'm like, what the hell? That's what how your brain can fuck with you that much. Right. Uh-huh. Like these guys, like I heard another guy on your podcast talking about the penis pumps or whatever. Yeah. And how you look at your own junk and what you think is average or what you think is not. Yeah. It's insanity. Right. Um, Meaning that you think you're smaller than you are, right? You're like guys are thinking they're yeah, it's they're, like a right, dysmorphia. Yeah, or yeah, 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 for like, sure. I've, I've never been told that. You know, I'm above average, but I'm not. You know, some giant man. But um, yeah, I mean, that's it's kind of a weird thing. It's, it's just a side note. Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed it when I bought it because <clears throat> I didn't know which one to get her. I thought I was getting the bigger one, but it turns out it wasn't. Right. Uh, but yeah, she she likes that thing. Yeah, so she'll. <laughs> it's just crazy. Like that's another thing I never, like, never, like, just like coming on her face. That's such a porn thing, right? Yeah. Well, what I have think? I have a whole thing about coming on the face. I don't know. I mean, 
But let me ask well, you this. Well, the first time I did it, guys... it went up both nostrils. So it's an amateur, it's an amateur mistake. You know, I was like, okay. She's like, yeah, come on, with this. you know, she's super into it and everything's super hot and she's sitting on the dildo and everything's awesome. And then, you know, I, this first time I, you know, did it, it's like the first shot went straight up her fucking nose. Like it, <laughs> it's like in her left nostril, right? Oh God, I'm like, funny. oh, fuck, like I saw it. bloopers, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, maybe she, you know, won't notice or whatever. <laughs> and the second one went up her right one. Like oh it was uncanny went straight up both nostrils and then she went and sneezed all over the <laughs> fucking pee because that's another thing we have to have sex on pee pads now what are the oh Do because... people have sex with puppy oh. pee pads oh because she's squirting so much she's it's so oh my gets God, she's like saturating mattresses oh my now does she say because she had orgasms by herself like does she mm. say that the orgasms through what now or like this like you know the squirting orgasms are 10,000 times better I'm assuming yeah right? she can do it now yeah she can do it now on her own like but, I, didn't, I didn't never realize that she really I mean she didn't really masturbate that much I don't think you know on her own but but now um, she got that little dick dildo that I had and had it in the shower the other day and you know texting me about it but yeah she can squirt on command and I'm like, God damn it. I felt like it was something that I did. <laughs> but that, she could probably do it with anybody. Well, it was you guys together. <laughs> you guys figured it out, right? It was that. That's true. I mean, seriously, like you broke the code. You helped her. I mean, I think it was like a team effort. Yeah. I think you guys both short, sort of like lucky for you guys that you both sort of wound up in the same place of life at the same time. You know what I mean? Cause it, it, and you were both ready to sort of remove whatever block. Cause it seems like you had some blocks too, to yourself. It wasn't just her. Yeah. We had a ton. Yeah. And I think a lot of it was me. Yeah. Um, you know, you weren't but... able to really express how you felt about her. So, you know, she had her thing, but like you were sort of feeding into her dysfunction with your dysfunction, right? It's like That's maybe true. she didn't feel confident or sexy enough to like really, you know, get into it with you. Maybe she had a lack of confidence in bed with you. And then you not, you know, giving her, you know, being sort of stingy with, you know, giving her the compliments and stuff then was feeding her insecurity so you guys were never going to get away from that right but then you you were you both changed you know at the same time which it is completely good. changed everything right and now it's going a little bit too far like, I don't what know do you mean stop it <laughs> well where do i stop like she's i think you know it's been a couple weeks you know yeah and it's like every single you know, and, and <laughs> well, now it's like, okay. She wants you to fuck her every single day. Is that what it is? Uh, no, it started off that way, Yeah, but I want to continue it. Uh-huh. But now it's starting to kind of regress a little bit Uh-huh. Um, to, okay. Like the squirting thing is very intriguing because she talks about her friends she talks to her friends about it. Yeah. And they talk about it. Like it's a fucking myth. I'm surprised you didn't. Well, not in your profession. You know, I'm sure you hear this kind of shit all the time. But I just I was amazed. And I'm amazed at what her friends, she, she was super excited about it, started talking about it. But yet, I'm rambling. But I think that where I'm getting to a point of, you know, fantasy stuff, 
you know, we talked about the DP and this kind of stuff. And we've been talking about, you know, another girl. Yeah. And, um, and she's I into don't that. Think we're going to go. She is into that. Yeah. That's great. Um, like, this is a girl who yeah. went from not being able to orgasm to like, she wants to have a threesome. Yeah, probably because you want to be with another girl all the time. But, there but does was, that, uh, let me ask you this: Does that like does that create some sort of like does that bother you or it used to? Okay, does it still? Um, no, I'm so I'm really trying to work on that kind of aspect of myself. Mm-hmm. But I think that those kind of things do bother me. Um, I don't like you know her getting like any kind of pleasure from anyone else yeah of course i think a lot of people feel that way and i think you know before you get to the plate like even a girl like right and i get that because i've heard that before like a lot of times people think that that's like every guy's ultimate fantasy but there are plenty of guys that would say like no i don't i would even get jealous for that right like they wouldn't want to see their their partner be with anybody right whether it's a woman or a man maybe i mean i, I think so there's it's like a the reason I say I'm working on it with myself is because I feel like it's a double-edged sword. Like part of me really wants to see it. Part okay. of me really wants to be part of it. Okay. And then another part of me thinks that, um, you know, I would, I would, it's not that I wouldn't be able to handle it in the moment. I think everything would be great. Yeah. But it would be like later. Would, right. You're worry worried about, about how like, you would feel after. Uh-huh. Well, not me, but like, open up a can of worms. Like maybe she starts talking to this girl on the side and they meet up Mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that's like to me in my brain, there's something I don't want to deal with, but you know, we've looked at these kind of things and I just, I don't think, you know, there's, I don't know how you do it. Do what? 40 years old, like get another girl. You know, you go online. I'm well, re- listen, I think before, I don't think you should have another girl yet until you guys have more conversations and figure stuff out. I think you guys shouldn't like, listen, you have like this new amazing thing happening between the two of you. You mm-hmm. could have a lot of like, you're just starting to live out your fantasies with each other and role play DP, all this stuff that you could talk about, like just use your imagination and have these sort of scenarios as fantasies now with each other and enjoy what is happening that's new with each other before you go and bring a third person in because the last thing you want to do is fuck this all up okay Mm -hmm. and like you even you know at least you know you have some reservations about it slight you know even if they're slight I would heed that warning in yourself and just like and because things are new and so great and you know, I, I would just like live in that and don't ro- like don't break what's not fixed, right? Or what is that? What's the saying? Don't fix what's broken, not broken. There's Something nothing, like that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong here. You don't. You, I think you could start fantasizing about all those things and everything. But I think you know, and you're probably the t- type of couple that will eventually do those things and be able to get through yeah, whatever I'll be happens. Like Sixty years old. No, it could be five. It could be two years from now. But I think. Because you just got into the place where you're both being so much more open and experiencing your sexuality. You should just like enjoy it with each other first. And maybe it's six months from now. I don't know. But you're literally like she just started 
doing all this stuff like a month ago, didn't you say that's the one that started happening? Yeah, basically. Yeah, so I mean, I would enjoy it for a year, spend this like time just, you know, talking about your fantasies and talking things through and being more communicative with each other. Because the last thing you want is to open it up and then it be something that she fucking loves and you can't deal with it. And then there's like, you know, it just it's it could get messy. And that's what you do mm-hmm. want to avoid. I'm sh- I would think that a couple like you who is basically compatible and happy and every and, you know, communicative in every area of your life. It was really only sex that you weren't right. And everything's pretty great that you would be able to work through any that's bad true. things that came up, you know. But I would give it some time before you go and do something like that, only because you might have some problems with it. I understand. Don't you think? Yeah, I think that's very true. You know, I, I you know I know that you know when I called when I thought about calling up here, like this wasn't like your typical taboo type caller or whatever but i don't need taboo call like i mean i just get that because (laughs) a lot of people call in i get people with regular problems too but i mean listen i think your story is really interesting because you know it's not typical right and Mm. it's like here you and you had a big change like you're not someone calling in like if you were calling in six months ago, what would be your story? Like my wife can't have an orgasm. No story. No, no. With the story, no. I've had people call up. Like you know, it would be a good story too. That would be like my wife can't have an orgasm unless she sits on top of me, faced away from me with a vibrator, and she doesn't even like me going down on her. You know, we, what is I that? that's another thing that's so weird. Like now, like I, I can look her dead in her eyes. Yeah, because she didn't feel confident. She didn't, she didn't feel confident with you. I don't think you made her feel sexy. I don't think she could feel sexy with you. I don't think she. I think it was all of that combined. It, you know, it, it wasn't you. It was her. But I don't think you helped it by holding back, like I said, and telling her how beautiful she was and how hot you thought she was and all that stuff. Right? Didn't you say you never yeah. like gave her that? Yeah, I didn't. Um... No, not to the level I'm doing it now. Right. So, you know, and you didn't really dirty talk. Like, what did you tell her, like, how hot her body was, like, while you were having sex with her or how much you want? Like, would you say stuff like that to her when you guys were fooling around? No. Right. Well, so she just probably never felt that you were that into her. And she, she, you know, and so maybe she never felt that sexy when she was with you. But when she turned around and she closed her eyes and she didn't see fucking you there... (laughs) She could like just get into it, you know. Yeah, baby. But so it, that that had nothing to do with you. It had to do with her. But you know, the more you tell her she's fucking hot and she's sexy and you like every part of her body and you say those things while you're fooling around, it's just gonna make her feel sexier and more open, right? And you're doing that now, right? And it's like totally mm-hmm. different now. So you know. It's all good now. I just say don't ruin it. But that would have been an interesting call because we would have been analyzing your girl and what's her problem. And then maybe we would have figured out you had problems, right? Because I think people always match up with people that are sort of similar, right? There's never, it's not just like one person has issues and the other person doesn't, right? Like you've admitted to the fact that you were playing into, you had your own issues, right? And, you know, and because of your the both of your issues, it wasn't working, right? But you both... What's great about this story is fast forward, right? And like we're one month in, like things have drastically changed. 
And that's like really super interesting, I think, for other people who are listening and in your same boat that haven't had that change yet. You know what I mean? And what would you say to the person listening that was you, you know, six months ago, like or or a year, you know, two years ago? Like, what would you say that you think was the catalyst to really changing everything? Was it making her squirt? Was it giving her more compliments? Was it ambient? Like, what the fuck do you think it was like that you could tell other people? All of the above. I mean, I think it was a <clears throat> conglomeration of everything. I think that <clears throat> the squirting, I don't know if the squirting aspect can, like you said, can happen with everybody. Right. Or is it possible? So, like I, I was talking to my wife about, she seems to think that it can happen with anybody. Yeah, I think you have. I think it's about. I think that you have to be very, very relaxed and very, very comfortable. Like, so what made a woman who was very, it was not even relaxed and comfortable enough for, you know, to get an orgasm through oral sex to be able to, you know, let that happen? Like, that's pretty amazing. Like, communication, openness, and being able to feel vulnerable and know that, you know, I don't judge her or I so don't, was I don't it no I think you said it I think you said it I think you said that the ambient started you guys sort of talking and then you started talking more dirty right and then like mm-hmm. is that the stuff that happened I mean what do you think yeah definitely um ambient definitely played into uh, it but like um, people don't have to take ambient to do that right it helped you guys right but it did right it but did. say people could just start talking more dirty or and just letting out their fantasies more right or you know like maybe that could help people i i, w- I would say definitely um talking dirty and one thing you know a lot of like i never realized and, and i did realize it but it's just hard to grasp with like a lot of the people that i listen to on your podcast like they have got their own little dirty secrets and yeah and things like that and they're sneaking around and stuff yeah. like that but their um partners are probably thinking the same thing like they're human beings too right mm-hmm. you know and they're capable if you're capable of doing something like that <laughs> what are they're they doing probably, right right yeah they're capable of doing that as well and they could do anything you know and you could make that happen um you know and i don't want to talk about your previous people or whatever but there was that guy that was into bdsm and um underground stuff and he had like two lives yeah um and his wife you know it's like he could tie her up (laughs) right i think she would love it yeah but was that the guy that was afraid because he felt like his woman was submissive or dominant i don't know it was something like he didn't think that she would get it big black dude that like snuck into somebody's house oh yeah that guy yeah Uh (laughs) uh-huh and his wife was like a, like a she wife. She stayed at home with, yeah, she stayed at home with a couple of kids or whatnot. And, you know, didn't want to expose her to that lifestyle. And, and then you were asking, you know, how they had sex, how was their sex life? And he was like, eh, it's regular, you know. But I think that she would probably enjoy him tying her up and fucking the shit out of her. Right. But remember, but like his, but, no, but. <laughs> The problem was he didn't think he'd like it. That was his problem. 
He didn't think that he had this weird thing where he didn't want to see the, he didn't feel like he would be turned on to see his woman as that woman. It, he needed to be that, that woman needed to be a stranger to him. Do you understand? That was where he had a big issue and that was why he couldn't bring it into his relationship. And some people have that problem and that's a whole other story. But, but the people that, but a lot of people don't have that. It's just a matter of them not feeling confident to sort of, you know, let their partner know like this is, I like this, like, because they're afraid, like you said, that their partner's going to be like, why did you just try to lick my asshole, you weirdo? You know what I mean? Like, that's gross, you know, right? Whatever that is that we're all afraid of, right? And it doesn't matter how long you're with somebody. I feel like sometimes if you've gone 10 years with the same person and didn't tell them that you like to lick ass, it's going to be, you know, just as uncomfortable telling a stranger that. And some people would think like, why? You know that person for so long, but it's because you didn't tell them for so long, right? So I think it, it gets hard hard to really sort of open things up if you haven't been open and you know but that is the key to having better sex between partners and I think that there's a lot of people out there like you guys who have been together for a long time and are just like thinking about their fantasies secretly but they don't do it with their partner you know and maybe everyone needs to be taking Ambien I don't know I should get them as a sponsor for my <laughs> podcast I get a lot of fucking Ambien on this podcast <laughs> you know because I don't know what is equal to that but I mean people just got to be more honest and uh, quaaludes yeah right <laughs> those are the oh, it's basically the new same quaalude. shit right so you know I don't know what it is that's going to help other people get to that place where they could really sort of open things up but I think you know just somebody has to like it's like if you're playing a game or you're playing tennis and somebody hits the ball a different way it's a different game you know some you you I don't know if it was you or her whoever made that first move to just sort of say the first freaky thing that they were into and then the other person's like oh I fight you know when you were you were your your girl responded favorably right to you sort of doing that so it all worked right and so it was worth it because like look at where you're at now that's true you know that's true but I think it's, you know, other people could learn from it. It's like about, like you said, it's the communication. It was other subconscious things going on between the two of you, right? Which it seems it seems simple because everybody t- tells you that. Right. And they all talk about it. And that's the difference is, you know, we always kind of thought we were doing that to a certain extent. Doing what? But uh, communicating well. No, but you admitted it, right? But now looking back, because you really do communicate now, you know that you weren't really before, right? I mean, you had all no, these issues, we right? Like you didn't even know why she liked it better sitting, uh, you know, like you guys never talked about that, right? Like, no. why, why could you only come when you're faced away from No, we were just excited. We were just excited that she could come. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I was like, great. That's awesome. Right. You didn't get past but, that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is pretty weak, actually, when you think about it, comparing to what's going on now. But... Well, let me ask you this, because were you the one that was like, oh, I could bring my wife on the call, too. But I'm like, I like to talk to them separately. Like, would your wife be into calling in separately? Like, I'd love to hear her side of the story. Yeah, I mean, well, kind of, you know, I I talked to her about it. And what did she say? She says, yeah, she'd be open to it. But she says that. I don't know. I mean, I think, like like I said, it's been, uh, you know, a couple months or a month or whatever the hell. And it's like. The last couple of weeks, um, 
I think when, when I start first started emailing you, it was huge. Um, now it's kind of becoming regular, so it's not as important. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But now, do you think you're gonna do the threesome thing? I know you're like, oh, we might we might be swingers. Like you never, you know. I know you you did mention that stuff at the end of your email. <laughs> like there's all these things that are opening up to you guys, right? I mean, do you have any plans for everything? I mean, I warn against it right now. I'm not no, saying that you I, can't I, do I, it. Honestly, yeah. Like at the time, like I was kind of flirting with the idea of you know how far is this going to go yeah but um like you said i think it kind of naturally reached its its point where you know it's with us and of course we'd like to have another girl or something like that i think that'd be cool but she it wouldn't the the act of trying to seek it out and and find it is and actually go meet somebody i don't think the desire is it's that great. Right, right now. Uh-huh. No. But, but maybe it'll just you know, happen. If, if it, well, it yeah, to if happen. it would just happen, like yeah. if some girl would walk in right now, I'd be like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go. Like, you have a kid. Like, I have a yeah. five-year-old. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not a four. Gonna... I have a four, a four and a half-year-old, so we're in the same place. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I barely go out, you know, yeah. very much anymore. Exactly. I mean, I've got friends that go out all the time but you know i don't go out and close out the bars which is when you would find something like yeah 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 exactly well listen i think you got you know listen the fact that you guys are open to it and now you're being so much more open and you've been together for so long right you're the type of couple that if you did happen like i said a year or two years from now like you'd be down to do it and even if it brought up stuff for you you guys would be able to work through it you know but for now things are like really great you know, uh, uh, you know, for the first time in a long time for you guys, you know, yeah. so you, you have nothing but enjoyment ahead. Things could only True. get better. Right. She's, I'm I don't excited. think you could click out of that. I think she finally was able to break her door down and she's good to go. And, you know, now the sky's the limit. It's a matter of just like talking about your fantasies, fantasies with each other, living them out, role playing, doing whatever you want to do. You said you got into some gag things and tying each other up, right? You're even doing stuff uh, like that, right? <clears throat> Wasn't that yeah, you? I went to the, I went to the, oh, that's the father-in-law calling me. Yeah. I went to, um, I went to this store yeah uh, sex store when I, when I got that dildo and buy some ropes and uh, a gag ball which yeah. have you ever used a gag ball yeah it's extremely gaggy <laughs> <laughs> well I maybe mean, that's why they call it but what do you mean it's gaggy that's hilarious it's too fucking big or something maybe <laughs> like I don't know I, I put like it in it. my mouth yeah I put it in my mouth just to see like what it would do and I almost puked you know and uh <laughs> Uh, what about her? Did her. she like it? Well, when she came when she came home from work, I was like, "Hey, put this on." You know, she put it on, and she was like retching. And I'm like, "Oh God, it's not just me. What the fuck? Like, how do these people do it?" You know, right? Maybe you bought a too then, big one. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but later on, um, you know, a couple days later or whatever, um, she was screaming fucking loud and. Um, you know, given that we have a kid. Yeah, show, yeah, yeah. Like, Here, put this fucking gag ball in. Yeah. And I threw <laughs> that thing in. And? And she did not gag whatsoever. And she loved every second of it. There you go. It was super hot. 
There you go. But um, you know, that's the thing. That's where I need to learn. So how it's to only draw the gagging. Line. Is because yeah. Well, I want to put that thing in you every fucking day. Right. Yeah. And that's it, just being a dude. Yeah, know, but maybe she wants it all the time. And, yeah, she doesn't want to be gagged all the time. Right. Well, you have you know. so many other things that she likes to do that you could switch it up, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't have to up. gag her all the time. You'll get, you're gonna, you'll get your needs met. She's just keeping you a little bit in line. I mean, you know, it's, uh, but it seems like she's down for so much now. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You're lucky. A lot of guys that have been married for as long as you have, like, you know, don't see this kind of change about in their relationship. So I think it's like a, you know, it's like a lot of guys will be jealous listening to this story and, you know, would love for this to be what's happening to them. So I would focus on your cup half full instead of the fact that you can't gag her every day. (laughs) (laughs) Be happy that you got to gag her once. (laughs) And you'll probably get to gag her again. Come on. (laughs) If she liked it that much, she'll want it again. Oh, yeah. Right? Awesome. Yeah, except it has a buckle on the back. You have to, like, tie that thing around and buckle it like a belt. Right. And that's, fuck, you can't get that thing off. (laughs) You start throwing up. That's so funny. When you're trying to get it off, you mean, after your whole time? Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to get it off. It's stuck on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I just hold her down with it. Right. Instead of buckling it. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's smart. But it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it sounds like you you have like really great things happening. I, you know, I think it's always going to be like maybe one person wants it all the time and the other person. But I think just tell her you want to fucking gag her all the time. Like you know, oh, like, I've been I, I've been telling her. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. Thing. yeah. Does she get freaked out by that, or is she fine with it? Uh, no, I mean, well, the other day she was kind of like, "Okay, chill out." Right. Yeah. Right. Enough. Well, I would love but. to talk to her about how she learned how to squirt, but if she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to. I know it's not a myth. You know it's not a myth now. Her friends are just jealous because they it doesn't happen to them, right? Is that what you were saying? Like her friends were no, like... No, they don't. Like, I don't know anybody else that can actually do it. But I know you, people. I, mean, I know. I had a guy friend whose girlfriend never could until he was with her. I had a friend who never could until she fucked this one guy because his dick was curved. So she did with him. Like, I've heard it and I know it. And I believe it happens. It's But, you know, it's a myth to me because I have never been able to and I'm dying to. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's only certain people can... Or have, but it's not something that just because you haven't your whole life doesn't mean that one day it can't happen. Look, it's same thing with your wife. I've heard it many times the story where a woman can never squirt and she just did the first time at like 45 or 35 or, you know, Mm -hmm. I had a friend who was, she was in her late 50s and she was banging this guy and she felt like she had to pee. She kept saying, oh, no, I have to pee. He's like, no, 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 you're going to squirt. She's like, no, I have to pee. She didn't even know what it was. She was like, I had to pee when I was like, no, you had to, you were going to squirt. She's like, that's what he was saying. He kept telling me to keep going, but I was too freaked out. And she was so much older and had never squirted in her life. And she was ready to, but she like stopped herself. So it could happen at any time, you know, well, out of nowhere. That's what she was saying the other day. Like she was talking about, you know, giving advice to somebody else. And that's one of the things she was saying is, 
you're going to feel like you have to pee, but you just have to let it go. Yeah, that's what it is. My friend didn't know about squirting, didn't know that that's what it meant. So she just could not sort of relax into it. And she kept stopping herself. The guy knew, right? Because he had maybe been with other squirters. So he was just like, really like, no, hold out, like, just go with it. And she couldn't. And I was trying to tell her like, no, that's what it was. You were like ready to squirt. And you know, because I've read up on it. Like, I'm the type of person, like, if I want something to happen, like, I'll go to Google and I'll try, you know, like, I'm like, if I want, yeah. you know, I've been like a problem solver. I have a problem. I'm going to fucking solve it. I can't squirt. I'm going to learn how to squirt, you know, and I've tried everything. So I know everything about squirting, except I can't. Well, it comes out of the urethra. Right. Too, which is... Right. So it's the same place. Right. So. Yeah. And there might be a little pee in it, but I do. I definitely don't think it's someone's peeing, but it feels like peeing, you know, but it, it is a real thing and it can happen out of nowhere. And you guys had it happen. And I think that that's great. So hopefully your wife, keep me posted about your wife. Let me know and call back in if you guys ever do the threesome thing or, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'd love to see what your relationship is like, you know, eight months into all this new, oh, okay. new kinky sex that you're having. It's it's great. All right. And if your wife wants to fall, call in, I'd love to have her on but if not no big deal okay cool all right thanks so much for calling in chuck hey thanks for talking to me all right bye chuck bye welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast conversations with online strangers we place ads online craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving real people respond you go to singapore or thailand you can't not do it the temptation is just too much real does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your freak flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. 